guys welcome back my name is megan and i had so much fun recording this i think you guys will get to know me more than ever in this episode it's kind of all over the place but there are a lot of drops of wisdom if you're listening close and we also have our first advice question at the end it came from a friend so there's a lot of context very juicy and i think a lot of you guys will relate so stay tuned for that First off, we're going to talk about finding your aesthetic and what that really means. I kind of hate that word. I can barely pronounce it, to be honest, you guys. And the way that it was like introduced into our, um, you know, like society's dialogue a few years ago and everybody became obsessed with that word and called everything aesthetic. It just kind of like pains me to even say it. So in this episode, I'm referring to developing your own style and home decor preferences and just the general vibe you give off you know that's what i'm talking about so we can just call it your brand for the sake of this episode and for the sake of our sanity this is something that i have only recently figured out for myself it's really fresh in my life so that's why i wanted to sit down and talk about it i think most of my life growing up and even a lot of the time i've spent as a content creator now I wanted to prove that I was as cool as everybody else and I could do what they did instead of creating anything unique for myself. It made no sense. And as a result of this, I realized that I didn't truly know who I was or who, like what my identity really was because I was always trying to just copy other people that I was admiring. So when it came down to it, I felt like nothing I was creating or buying or whatever like actually reflected my authentic self. And I know I'm not alone in this. Um, and I know it's super easy to fall into, but I wanted to get out of that rut because it was just not serving me and not fulfilling me the way it should have been. One of the first things that I did that's going to sound super basic, but it truly helped me a lot I would just create boards on Pinterest with nothing in mind. Like, I would just save anything that struck a random chord with me, whether it made me feel inspired or, like, I don't know, like, dreamy and moody or uh, I don't know if it made me think, if it was a great quote, whatever. I just made all these random boards and I didn't plan them to look nice or anything. And then after I had pinned a bunch of stuff, I go and look at the boards and see what they look like and that way I was able to see what I naturally created in terms of like color schemes and photography styles and outfits and activities places whatever it literally makes a picture for you of the things you enjoy and you can see how it all comes together especially the colors. I think that's one of my favorite parts because you will naturally pin your favorite colors and everything. And it's so beautiful to see this little creation of your mind. This is also an amazing way to plan your feed for Instagram. If you don't give a shit about that, just skip forward like a minute or whatever. I don't know. I just want to talk about this for a second because this is also the way that I really found a flow in my feed and what colors I want and what I want it to look like. I would just base it off what the random Pinterest board that I created looked like. I'll post some this week to the Voice Memos Instagram. But yeah, sometimes I would fall a little too far into the trap of wanting my feed to look like other accounts that I love. And I'm going to get more into this later because I want to talk about comparison. However, 
this helps you really reel it back in and focus on what you like and not what your favorite creator's feed looks like. I don't know if that'll be like helpful for everyone because not everybody's a visual person, I guess. Um, but another great way to sort of figure out who you want to be and what you want your personal brand to be is to simply write down a list of how you would want your friends to describe you to someone. Do you want them to describe you as genuine, as funny, smart, caring, artistic, creative? You know, think about what you want to pop into people's heads when they hear your name. You can also think about what you want to be known for or what you want people to come for you for. If you're a content creator, what do you want to provide for others? Not only does this help you really identify your favorite things about yourself and your strengths and what you can offer to others, but it shows you how valuable you are and like the value in what you naturally have. I don't know. It's a great self-love exercise as well. I'm getting a little cheesy, but you know, I'm feeling good today and I want to share that. We all have something of value we can give to others or share with or help them with, whatever, you name it. Don't forget it. I think a lot of people would have to say my voice is annoying. I don't know. Just saying if you do, like, fuck off. I literally don't care. I could listen to my own voice till the day I die. And I have to. So I guess that's a good thing. Anyways, another simple way that you can try and figure out who you want to be is just sitting down and visualizing your best self. Sit there and picture everything about your dream life. Really take in what you look like and what you're doing where you are. And these will all help you come back to your authentic image and brand. I don't know if it's because I'm a Pisces and I daydream like it's my fucking job, but I always find this really helpful. You can also take it up a notch and pretend you're in a movie and think, okay, what would I want my movie to be about? What is my music going to be? What are my outfits? You know, who are the characters? And you literally just have to do that with life. And then you can kind of figure out again who you want to be, what vibe you want to give off. It all comes together when you just sit down and focus on your true authentic identity. There will always be someone who accepts you for who you are. You just have to find them and continuing to be yourself and show your true authentic personality will just bring those people to you so easily and so beautifully and it feels so good to be with them and you'll wonder why you ever try to hold up a certain image that really wasn't you you can also ask your friends or family members for them to tell you what they admire about you their favorite things about you because you know we're all our own worst critics and we tend to forget the special things about us but your loved ones will remind you and if they won't, um, DM me and I'll remind you because we all have something amazing about us, whatever it is. Unless you're a fucking psychopath. I don't know. I guess not everybody. Hopefully everybody listening, all right? We get so used to ourselves and there's literally a thing in psychology, a thing. I'm so smart. It, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but it's called habituation. Basically, as humans, we naturally get bored of shit pretty easily, even as babies, and that's why babies need constant fucking stimulus to stay entertained. The point is, we get so used to ourselves and what we look like, our personalities, that we really forget what we have to offer that's unique, but I promise you have something, and 
I don't know, it's so fun when you can figure out how to express that as well. Trying to make art or create yourself, express yourself in a new way is also an amazing way to push your creative boundaries and see what naturally happens. When you sit down and paint or write or draw or just like dance, sing, I don't know, anything. I've gotten really back into painting recently. I used to paint when I was little and I just do it to relax myself, but I've surprised myself with what I make. It feels really good and it comes from just sitting there and putting my favorite colors down and seeing what happens. And I want to say that when I started that is when I really started to blossom into figuring out who I am. It's all about taking new opportunities and making small little changes in your life because nothing changes if nothing changes, right? You have to make an effort to figure out who you want to be if you want to find your aesthetic in your brand. You can't just sit there and keep doing the same boring shit you've been doing every day or nothing is gonna come to mind. So when it comes to comparison, it's easier than you think to let go of it because First of all, comparison is always a waste of energy and a waste of time. So after you let go of it for a bit, you realize how draining and useless it really is. I think for most people, comparison is rooted in jealousy, right? Like we compare ourselves when we see someone look a certain way or dress a certain way and go on vacation, have something that we want and can't have at the moment. And the thing is, when you're having all of those desires for more, 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 it really invalidates every single thing that you have now because at one point you thought you would be happy when you got everything you had now right we have those journeys in life all the time when we set these goals and we're like okay i'll get there and i'm gonna feel good no there's always more and that's why you have to find gratitude in every single step otherwise you're gonna go fucking insane and when you're able to find gratitude in what you have, you're never going to compare yourself to others because you're so secure in what's yours. Something I also heard recently about comparison is to imagine that you had to take someone else's entire life if you took whatever it is that they have that you want. So imagine giving up everything you have now to get that person's entire life just for the one thing that you want. And maybe it's a lot of things, but hopefully you wouldn't give up your family, your friends, everything you own, who you are, and become a whole nother person. Because even if you did, guess what? You wouldn't be happy. You only can find happiness being your true, most authentic self. I swear to God, every fucking episode I post comes back to that and I'm trying to be some like moral philosopher. I don't know. There's just so many general themes in everything I say and it's just messages that I think some people need to hear. So I'm going to take a break from recording now. I'm going to go out for beer downtown. I will see you guys in the morning. All right. So I'm a little bit of a liar because it's not the next morning. It's Tuesday afternoon. I just like really felt like shit yesterday. I think I had some sinus infection going on with my allergies. I don't fucking know, but since it was Labor Day weekend, I was like, fuck it, I'm giving myself a break, and I also wouldn't be following my own advice if I forced myself to record a podcast when I felt like shit, because at the end of the day, like, you guys aren't gonna give a fuck if I post this a day late, and 
I just needed to prioritize myself for a day, but I'm back, I'm ready, let's continue. I was thinking a little more about how I can specifically give advice for comparing yourself and how to stop. One thing that came into my head was that we always want what we don't have, right? Like the biggest example I can think of in my own life is honestly my hair because when I was growing up, I had super straight, super thin hair and I always would braid it or crimp it or whatever and try to make it curly and like voluminous. And then in middle school, my hair started getting really wavy and I was like, God damn it, I want straight hair again. And I never, I think now I appreciate my wavy hair, but I still do want straight hair. It's so much easier. And this just goes to show like, literally we never are satisfied with what we have and that's why we all are fucking unhappy all the time and keep going shopping and filling the void with random shit because we cannot find gratitude in what we have and that's really like i said before the key to like not comparing yourself because if you are happy with your life why would you literally care about anybody else's it doesn't even matter um but that's another good reminder that no matter what, what people are doing really isn't going to affect your life much. And comparing yourself to them, like nothing's going to change. So what are you doing sitting there being like, oh, she gets more likes than me. Oh, he has a better job than me. He has a girlfriend. My blah, blah, blah. Like, no. How does that even remotely affect you? You're just jealous and sitting there moping. Go make it happen for yourself. Use the energy that you're using to compare yourself and go be productive. I'm sorry if that came off harsh and it's also literally directed at myself, but it's the truth. It's such a fucking dumb waste of time to compare yourself. Okay, there's so many random things that are gonna be added into the rest of this episode. Just brace yourself, okay, because I have two little tangents right now. (laughs) So I was just listening to Peyton Sarton's um, podcast for the first time. It's called Note to Self. I really like it. I feel like it's a pretty similar vibe to what I have going on, but I actually have only listened to one episode, so I don't fucking know. Um, But in the one that I was listening to, it was with uh, another influencer, Josie. I can't say her last name. Um, But they were talking about just like giving advice and how they tend to give advice super bluntly and like very cliche almost, but that is always the best advice and it's cliche for a reason. And I was like, that's exactly how I feel. Like I feel so dumb saying like, fuck everybody, like live your life, be yourself, be authentic, but it truly is the best advice and it's so simple And you have to just figure out what it means for you. So I just thought that was funny and it made me feel better. And like, I hope you guys appreciate the way that I'm very direct and blunt with my words and my thoughts. I'm not that person that is just a straight up bitch. I feel like maybe in high school I used to be okay, I can admit it. And I've said this before, but I'm so, so non-threatening and non-aggressive in real life. Even though I say things kind of upfront. I, first of all, I cannot project my voice at all. I literally sound like a mouse in a corner. Like I can't talk loudly and with power in my voice. And I'm five foot four. 
I just look like a baby, so I promise I'm not scary and I'm not mean in real life. Don't ever be scared to say hi to me. Not that I have fucking fans, but literally anybody, if you ever see me, unless unless I hate you, but you'll know. <laughs> if you're a random person, please say hi to me. I love meeting new people and I'll be the shy one, so do not worry. Okay, anyway, the second tangent, even though that was just like five more, I went on Instagram right now for some reason to look up Peyton Sarton's Instagram. Um, and I was just looking at my explore page and I saw this post from an astrology account. Now, don't roll your eyes. I'm just going to keep listening, okay? Because it's about the new moon in, the new, <laughs> the new moon in Virgo, which was yesterday, a Monday. Um, and the message in this post is just exactly what I was saying when I came back on talking about how I wasn't going to force myself to record. It's a whole carousel post, but one of them says, we all came to be of service in our own way, not to work ourselves to death just to survive. Rest, reset, and when you feel inspired to express your unique frequency, own it fully. So for me, that meant take the time that you need and when you're fully ready to be your authentic self, be it and do it and be proud and be confident. And that's the message of this new moon. I don't know. I just think that's really cool. Maybe it's just me, but I know some of you like it. Honestly, the things I do edit out of my podcast are me laughing at myself because I just think I'm the funniest fucking person ever. And I laugh at things that like I listen back and I'm like, that's so not funny at all. What am I doing? I just think I'm such a hoot. I think this has got to be one of my most chaotic episodes thus far. Okay, this is truly what it's like to spend a day in the life in my brain. Sometimes I swear I have like a southern twang and I do not understand where it came from. I know you guys are like, when the fuck are you going to get back to the point of this episode? And it's now. This is important. I want you to listen, stop dissociating, and listen. Comparisons are literally never fair like you always think you know the entire backstory to the person or the situation or the story that you're comparing yourself to and in reality we basically never have a full idea we assume that people have done the same thing as us but now they're somehow way better off and we're a pile of shit don't discredit yourself that way by comparing yourself to people who may have had more help than you, may haven't had to struggle. You literally have no idea. And so it's not fair to yourself. The last thing I want to say about this and the best piece of advice I can really give is to accept and love the things that you will never be able to change about yourself. And also, before you have to do that, take a step back Look at the possibilities and see if you can really change some things. You might just be holding these beliefs for so long that when you objectively look at whatever it is that you don't like, you're like, oh, there actually is something I can do about that. Maybe I've just been looking at it from a negative point of view. But if you really can't change it, you're going to drive yourself crazy not accepting it. I mean, whatever it is, if it's permanent... You're going to have that for your entire life. Sit with that and learn to appreciate it because it feels so much better. 
Okay, so now we're getting into the juicy stuff again. We're going to answer the advice question of today's episode. This actually came from a friend. She literally sent me a voice memo and I was like, all right, I'm going to help you, but can I talk about this on the podcast? (laughs) Because this is exactly the kind of thing that I'm just so ready to give my solicited advice for. Like the fact that people actually ask me, I'm like, fuck yes. But I'm not going to sit here and pretend that somebody wrote in like it was just my friend. But she's been kind enough to let me talk about it. Obviously, I won't say her name and I'm going to change the city and everything. But she gave me a lot of details. So let's get into it. So I wrote out what she said in a message form so you guys can get the full picture. I'm going to read it from her point of view. I'm planning to move to a new city, hopefully by Christmas time. And I was talking about it with one of my coworkers who said she was planning to move to the same city and got really excited saying we should move in together and all this stuff. I explained to her that I wanted to make sure I have a job and everything else set up before making any decision like that. And here's the thing, she's 19 and I'm 22 and I know age isn't everything, but I don't feel like she's super mature with how she makes her decisions. I'm a bit worried that moving in with her would mean taking on her problems when I've really been trying to work on myself. This isn't even everything, but I had already stopped to think. Like, this is plenty for me to hear to say, don't fucking move in with this girl, but let me keep going. So my friend says, she doesn't really have any secure plans or answers for me, so I'm feeling a bit lost. She also has started telling people already that we're moving there together. I don't think there's anything wrong with her being excited about the idea, and I've been thinking about having a roommate, but I'm upset because I've been planning this since I was in 8th grade and now this girl at my work is just throwing herself right into the equation. Wowzers. So my friend asked me my opinion on the situation and the first thing that I said was, it already sounds like you have your mind completely made up. I mean, she sent me like a 3 minute long voice memo detailing every single reason why she doesn't want to live with this girl and I was like, you really already have your mind made up and you don't want to live with this girl. Like, don't make yourself do something that you have so many reasons against. But of course, to offer some reassurance, you know, I also said like, you literally just are choosing yourself and what's best for you in this situation. It's not even about the girl necessarily, but to even have to worry about taking on somebody else's fucking problems that It's not like your friend or your partner that maybe you would want to help. There's no, like, obligation to just be nice to these kind of people. You have to draw these boundaries or else these people will suck the life out of you. And this is a perfect example of when you just have to be selfish. And you can even use that in your explanation to her. Because it's easy to say, yeah, fuck her, don't live with her. But I also wanted to give some advice on like how to actually have that conversation. But it doesn't have to be as scary as you might think. Because what I would do is say, this is what's best for me. Like, I think I need to live on my own. Or I need to live with someone my age. I could, you can lie, fucking lie and say, I want to live with my boyfriend, my best friend. I want to live alone. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Just put it on you. Don't say, oh, like, you're immature and you have fucking issues. I don't want to live with you. Obviously, that's not the right way to approach things. Just put it on you. And if she gets upset about that, it's even further proof that you're right and that you shouldn't be living with her. 
And if she doesn't get upset about it, it's all good and you can still be friends in the city and not live together and everything's fine. Either way, the consequence of having that conversation is so, so small, especially compared to the benefits of it, which is your literal happiness. In living spaces, like that's where you fucking live. That's where you sleep and eat and shit and shower and cry and do things all day and all night. You need your living space to serve you as much as it can. And the last thing I want to note about this freaking coworker girl that I didn't even fully pay attention to the first time, but it's an important note, especially since my friend said it specifically made her uncomfortable. And that's the fact that this girl's running around already telling people, we're moving to Florida together. That's not where they're moving. Okay, but whatever. Like me and blah, blah, blah are moving to Florida together. I would literally be like, who the fuck do you think you are making up these little lies, telling random people that we're moving in together when we had one fucking tiny conversation about it? Like, that is just so not okay, and that's giving me red flags waving in the sunset. Like, that's just some psycho energy, in my opinion. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm doubting her or, I don't know, judging too hard, but personally, if that happened to me, I'd be like, you're crazy. What else do you lie to people about every day? You know what I mean? So to summarize real quick, don't live with this girl. Pretend it's your own problem and go be free and be happy and do what you've been planning for years because life is really just about making ourselves happy. At least for me, that's what I'm focused on, even though it's not necessarily going that great right now. I actually wrote this down that I wanted to mention. I just feel like every single fucking thing in my life is non-stop right now. Like I can never catch a break, not even for a goddamn hour. And there's all these little things that are really, really testing me. Like I spilled my entire chai latte on my rug the other day and there's still a fucking huge stain. And every day I look at it and I'm just like, God damn it. (laughs) And I really didn't even react to it at the time. I think a year ago I would have cried and freaked out, but I was just like, well, let me get this stupid cleaning stuff that I have and a bunch of paper towels. I think it'll come out. It's just annoying. It's just another thing, you know. I just feel like my life is freaking all over the place and I'm slowly getting better but it also gets harder as you get better i don't know it's really really an interesting dynamic for sure um i'm just excited that we're getting into fall i mean it's still 105 here but fall as an archetype feels really stable and secure and happy to me it's downright my favorite season it just feels good so i'm hoping that I can continue uh, with these good feelings and grow out of all this bullshit I'm going through right now. And I don't want to complain or bring you guys down. I just want to give you a real review of my life right now. It's never um, rainbows and butterflies. It never will be. And I appreciate when I hear about people going through similar shit to me. So I hope that, you know... If any of you can relate, I hope this helps. 
I really don't care about talking about my mental health on the internet anymore. I think some people might look at it as weird or like a weakness, but truly, first of all, it feels good to me to let it out and again, show you what I'm really going through instead of pretending like everything's fine. That's just the least authentic thing you can do and I never want to act like that. So I think there really is a lot of strength in opening up. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It can be tough, but this is also a reminder to reach out to your friends or family or if nobody else, reach out to me if you need anything because sometimes it feels like we should keep things to ourselves and we don't want to burden our friends. But every time that I open up and say, you know, I'm feeling like shit today, my friends always help me. Even talking to them and getting it out really does help. So don't ever feel like you're a burden because you're not. You deserve to have your feelings heard and validated. Here I am again with my Aesop's fables, moral of the story bullshit. Whatever, you guys. It comes from the heart, okay? It really does. So know that I do mean it. And you know what? The time right now is 4.44, so take that as you will. I hope you have an amazing week, and I'll see you guys next time.